0: The doc has arrived.
1: (laughs) Coach J is here. (laughs) I love
0: to say that. Coach J from manifestationmaster.com and Dr. Velvet Loves.
1: Yes, soul surgeon leading the hurt to happy migration. Let's get it.
0: We are so passionate about what we do for you all. You know, I like to be very transparent. Right now we're doing our podcast. We have over 20 episodes and no one is listening quite yet ladies Mm -hmm. and gentlemen, Mm -hmm. but the way we see it, coach, we hear hundreds of people listening,
1: Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm.
0: We're going to look back on this and tell people to go, go back, go back to the beginning 2010, I mean, 2010, (laughs) (laughs) 2022, and see how we started. You know, we just started from the ground up and what keeps us going is this is what we're passionate about. You know, I just want to put that out there. I have some homeboys that are doing day trading and they are doing really well. You know, they're, 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 they're netting tens of thousands of dollars a month, but I'm not passionate about that. I'm passionate about helping people do what you do, Doc, mm-hmm. right? Heal those mm-hmm. Heal those wounds so you can go out and create the life that you want. Because if you don't heal the wounds, you're going to do what I did, which is self-sabotage.
1: Right? Yeah, absolutely.
0: You'll go make the money, lose the money. You'll go get the beautiful girl lose the beautiful girl right because you can't give something you don't have and a lot of the things that we need we didn't get as children so Mm -hmm. um what do you think about that doc
1: oh i absolutely agree uh you are on point
0: (laughs) for sure sure. well today is a very special day for me for two reasons Mm -hmm. today ladies and gentlemen is my father's 51st birthday Right. Woo-hoo. Shout out to Pops. Happy birthday uh, to my man.
1: Sending him he, some heavenly love.
0: Guys. Man, that guy he was a comedian, you know. Mm-hmm. His his favorite entertainer ever was um um Richard Pryor.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> and I could tell because I swear he was he was a comedian. I love him. And the second reason it's a special day for me is because on this day, I'm reminded that he is no longer with us due to mental illness that led to suicide. You know, and on top of that, the day he he committed suicide the day after Christmas. Right. Like, coach, you never want to get that call. I don't think anybody wants to get the call. You know, well, maybe some of us, you know, (laughs) you know, but in general, if we're if we're healthy, we don't want to get a call to hear that a loved one, especially a parent, has passed away. And then when you inquire how. They took their own life. My father was in a hospital on Christmas. He woke up that morning. He called his wife, his ex-wife kind of at the time, asked for some forgiveness on a couple of things. She said, yes, I forgive you. And the next call that she got was to uh, inform her that he uh, was no longer with us.
1: Oh,
0: wow. And a lot of that, if I can just dive right in, had to do with things that transpired in his childhood um my grandparents they were young so my dad was born in 70 I mean so in the set in the late 60s um you know heroin was a thing and it, it was a big thing you know that Frank Lucas era and my grandfather was a young kid he, he was a rebel you know the reason my grandfather was even in Chicago is because down in the south they were from Mississippi uh I don't know the whole story but my grandfather like murdered somebody at fourteen, oh. so they they sent them with his other side of his family in Chicago to get him out of Mississippi, you know so he was a he was a bad man bad man, you know, oh. and that's actually how he lost his life at twenty four so getting a little ahead of myself, but my grandfather met my grandma, my grandma was a good girl, but she was in she was in a an environment where there was a lot of um drugs and alcohol and gangs you know chicago west side of chicago and he 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 saw my grandma he fell in love with her and these days kids kind of smoke weed in high school Mm -hmm. they were shooting up heroin so my grandmother Mm -hmm. formed an addiction the both of them had an addiction and my grandfather ended up getting killed at 24 right 10 years later after he caught his first body somebody bodied him at 24. Um, so now my grandma's a single mom of two kids. My father's four, his brother is one, and now granny has an addiction. Mm. so she wasn't able to take care of her kids the way she should have. She was taking the checks from the government and spending it on things that on 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 her, on her habit and neglecting her children and My father found himself at a very young age, six, seven years old. There's a place in Chicago called Little Italy, where there's a lot of Jewish people, and they call it uh Jewtown. So my father would find himself selling socks and cold waters and gum out in Jewtown just to provide for him and his little brother. And I tell you that to say that that was his childhood core wound and he could never forgive his mom about that. Right. And Mm -hmm. when we suffer from these things, coach, we got to learn how to forgive as hard as it is, because if you hold that burden in your heart, it's going to eat you alive more than it'll eat the person who did it. You know, granny's in her 70s now. She moved on from that. You know, is is there a little bit of regret? I would imagine. I hope she can let it go. But I would imagine, you know, that she didn't make all the best choices. And my father would never let it go. And if you guys know anything about Floyd Mayweather, he had a similar situation with his father. You know, him and his dad would beef a lot throughout his career. That's why him and his, his uncle would be his trainer more than his dad during his career. Because Floyd Mayweather's dad allegedly, I don't know the details, but, you know, turned his mom out on drugs. You know, it was a big thing back then. And even today. So my father couldn't let those things go. And he found himself in some, in some rough times in life. You know, um, he had a, he had a, as nice as he was and as loving as he was and, and as loving as he was. When he was triggered, he turned into the Incredible hawk. Mm-hmm. And something happened at work where some guy did some Uncle Tom type stuff. And my dad didn't like that. And he nearly beat the guy to death with his hands. Right. Oh my God. So not only did he lose his good job making ten, fifteen thousand $15,000 a month with overtime, but he also caught a felony. Right. And now at, you know, in his mid 40s, early 40s, he's a black man with a felony and he sh- struggled to get back on his feet. And um, it led to him like, you know, being in and out of shelters and sometimes sleeping in his car. Mind you, my dad's not a little guy. He stands six feet tall and depending on his health he would range anywhere from 275 to 340 pounds
1: the,
0: the guy looks like he's blocking for tom brady not kidding like warren Sapp, huge dude massive wow. man and um like yeah like three of his hands is one of mine and i'm not a little <laughs> dude right you know and um so yeah just you know I'm just freestyling this but the ability to forgive and move forward so that you you can heal me personally i couldn't let some things go in my childhood and very much like my dad i imploded right imploding is when you self-destruct um exploding is when you you, you terrorize everyone around you or you go into a mall and you shoot them all up or shoot the school up or you you come home and kick the dog and beat your wife you know Everybody responds differently, and that's why we're just, you know, as the doc says, as Doctor Velvelov says, turn, you know, turn your hurt into happiness. You know, the soul surgeon. You know, we got to heal these wounds. If you were to, you know, I I know, I I guess it's the Chicago in me always reference like action movies, and you know, if you suffered a gunshot wound, the first thing we're gonna do is get you to the emergency room asap. Right? We're gonna, we're gonna. Close that wound up. Give me a T-shirt. Let's put some pressure on the wound so the blood will stop leaking and get to the hospital immediately. But when we uh, suffer emotional wounds, we just keep going. And we we lead by example. We really do. Uh, we we our, our marketing is our life. You know, mm-hmm. so we're showing you step by step right from the forefront. But in any event. You have. I love I love the way my mentors put it, including Dr. Velva Loves, because she we do this together, but she is a mentor of mine, a coach of mine. We she coached me for 18 to 24 months before we even start doing this podcast, just in the priming process. And excuse me, when you forgive someone, it's not for the person you're forgiving. It's for you. Mm-hmm. And that that's hard to accept. Trust me, guys. When my mama, when she terrorized me for 18 years and neglect, uh, physical abuse. I mean, physical domination, power, control. I mean, I used to want to go to my friend's, uh, what do you call it, hotel party for the weekend. And my mom would be like, I want his grandma's license plate number. Like, come on, mom. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, hello. Yeah, Angelo, I can come to your party. But my mom wants your grandma's, uh, she wants her ID number. She wants her license plate number. She wants her, act. like, come on, mom. It's not that. And after all of that, I got discarded at 18. You barely helped me become independent. If anything, you despised when I did independent things. So now I'm in the world on my own. I don't even know how to become interdependent, let alone have a healthy relationship with another human being. I was bitter for years. And that's why the bottle alcohol became my best friend. I was hurt and I didn't want to feel what I was feeling. That's why my mom's so cold. Mm -hmm. She openly tells me, I had to bury my feelings to survive, and she says it with pride, as if it's something to be proud of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, to me, and again, it's like bragging that you took a gunshot wound and you never went to the hospital. You are nuts. Why wouldn't you go to the hospital? Mm. So, you know, again, Pop, Sum, he 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 he, and 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 I and I would ask him. I say, Dad, why won't you forgive Grandma? She said, I'll never forgive me. She threw me to the wolves when I was just a cub. Mm-hmm. And he was hurt. And I'm like, dad, grandma was young. Grandma was addicted. Can you forgive her? You forgive your dad? He the one who got her hooked on the drugs. Mm-hmm. Right? And just like you teach them, coach, change the narrative, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. As tough as it is, because dad, what if grandma never gave your dad a chance? You wouldn't really be here, dad. Would you prefer that? Wow. In a sad state of mind, he might be like, yeah, maybe I would prefer that. Well, I don't prefer that because if you're not here, then I'm not here, and I want to be here. So take the good with the bad, you know? I love Floyd Mayweather. If you guys watch him, that dude is a real warrior, man. I didn't see him fight with a broken wrist. Mm -hmm. He's in the ring. He's 34 fighting a 21-year-old young bull. His right arm is hurting, and he whooping ass with a left, with a left, with a left hand only, pretty much. He's not sitting there crying. He's not sitting there making excuses. Come to his corner. It's like dad. His dad asked me like, "How that arm feel, Dad? I am in pain." His <laughs> <laughs> dad like, "Alright, son, just two more rounds." Said, <laughs> <laughs> "I don't even want to talk about it. I just like, got to do what I got to do." <laughs> so, what can you add to that? I mean, whether it's uh, you know, just add to it. You know how I go and turn, even if it's perspective of my dad, or just personally, or a little bit of both. I mean, the, yeah, the, the trauma, the healing, the 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 the.
1: You know, I think what I would like to add is the 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 adage that we hear often, which is marijuana is the gateway drug, but really trauma is the gateway drug, and. That's what leads to the addictions that we feel. And a lot of the times, uh, trauma is what leads to stress and depression and sometimes suicide, unfortunately. Now, I am actually a proponent of people who, you know, say they want to commit suicide because, say, they're elders and they just don't want to be in pain anymore. Um but when it comes to suicide, because we're telling ourselves just a negative story that I know from years of being able to help others that we can change those stories and and see a brighter day. You know, it's devastating, It's heartbreaking. Um, and then there's been a lot of accidental suicides lately that's just devastating. Today there was a young, beautiful reporter who committed suicide, and everyone was shocked. She looked like she had everything, you know. Um, Regina's King's son committed suicide three days after he turned twenty-six. So, I just if I if I had anything to add, it is get support for yourself and get support for people you love that, you know, aren't doing the best, you know, um, it's not enough to just say, change the story. It's not enough to say, we love you. We want you here. This is mental health. You know, we need more mental wellness, more mental support. And so I would just really want to remind all of you listening You can literally just text the word chat to 741-741-741-741. And just texting that word chat, they will speak to you. Um, If you don't want to text, you can pick up your phone and call 800-273-8255. There are people who know how to help you. The resources are there, they are free, they're compassionate, they're kind. And I was just reading a report that said there's been an upstick in suicide calls. Uh, They're getting more calls, more texts. So we know that with this pandemic and everything else going on, there's a lot of suffering. This is probably the loneliest we've ever been in our life. We can't even see faces. You know, we can't touch people. I went to go visit my mom the last three times. I haven't been able to hug her. So we just, let's just practice being more compassionate, loving, passing on resources that we know will help. Um, and then, if you know someone that has lost someone like Coach Che with his father, you know, we should never be mad at the person that chose the only way out they felt. You know, it's, it's, we're not mad at them. We are, we love them and we honor them for what they felt was the way to find peace. And we hope that we can get enough healing and our future can get enough healing to where they won't ever feel like this is what I need to get peace. I feel the biggest way to get peace is to just love yourselves hard as possible and to forgive yourself and to forgive others. And that's really all I, I wanted to add to that. Um, we're celebrating your father every day. But especially today on his born day.
0: Definitely. Definitely. And you know, for you all out there listening, I I hope that you really can feel, you know, because everybody's not for everybody, but I hope you can really feel how how the word I want to use, I'm feeling like it's an intuitive. Dr. Velvet loves is because she, I mean, she's just so I feel like she's so wise beyond her years. <laughs> my my psychologist. Dr. Judy Rosenberg. And if you suffer from childhood trauma, if you suffer from uh, if you're a, are the adult child of a narcissist, maybe you're still a teenage child in, in the in the narcissist hostage situation. Um, She talks a lot about what we're going through as a humanity on the bigger level. Like, you know, she says we need to heal human disconnect. And she says, "You have no idea of the implications of what this COVID thing is doing to us." And she said exactly what you said, Doc. Oh. We can't even see people's faces, oh. and, and and to us, we might have it might have become normal to us at this point. But people who are have higher levels of awareness, they understand how, like you said, uh, traumatizing slash disconnecting this is as a race. You said the last three times I couldn't even touch her. I mean, what's worse, to not see her or to see her and then can't touch her. Yes. Right? Doctor talked about that. Um, you you man, you you tapped on some really good things. There was one other one that I wanted to um
1: not being mad. Right. Yes,
0: yes, look at that. Look how he just sucked <laughs> it out of me. I wasn't mad one bit. I actually wanted to check my mom, but you know, I know she's ignorant, you know, and she always say my mouth always get me in trouble and her mm. voice you know i tried to put her i tried to use her voice you know my <laughs> mouth always get me in trouble then why don't you zip it mm. she gonna say i don't understand what he was thinking he had two kids and he gonna kill himself. that's so selfish maria how about you be quiet okay the man is no longer with us so how about you not criticize and condemn him because you here and you still don't take care of your kids mm okay so you will not have it all figured out while you over here uh, pointing fingers mm-hmm. but i was never mad i was like damn pops like you said pops you must have really been going through it and it's crazy coach cuz he called me the a month before that and he said son i said what's up pops he said uh um, um he said you know man i i i, I wouldn't ask you to if it's not, if 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 it wasn't if it wasn't this bad for me man but do you got some you you got a little money you you, you can hold i could hold for me Mind you, at this point, my dad owe me 500 bucks, right? But I'm not tripping on it, but I could use it this I, this at a time. I was bad with money, guys. To this day, I'm still reconditioning my mind around money. Mm-hmm. Money was a survival tool with me. So when I get it, I spend it. I'm not even thinking about tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'll make some more money. But that's, a, you cannot compound it like that. That is not how you do it. You want the compounding effect. So in my insecureness, I'm like, Dad, you my dad. Since you give me some money, damn, man, you owe me $500 anyway. Mm-hmm. And all he said was, son, I understand. A month later I get a call. He did. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Pops, I ain't know it was that critical, bruh. Mm, mm, mm. Mind you, on Thanksgiving, that same year, this happened 2018, Thanksgiving. Day before Thanksgiving. I get, man, the holidays are a mofo, y'all. Day before Thanksgiving, Pops tried to jump off a bridge. Mm. He just loved. it. I guess he just knew that's the way he was going to go with a jump. You know, he wasn't going to shoot himself because he had access to weapons. He wasn't going to slice his wrist. He wasn't going to uh, overdose on some medicine or something like that. He just knew he was going to jump. Right. Because I guess once you jump, you can't you can't go back up. Law of gravity. Got you. Um, and, you know, I didn't even talk to him about it, coach. It was so awkward. I didn't even know how to be like Dad. You tried to jump off a bridge, my dude? What's what, pops. Let's talk about it. It was awkward. I just I didn't know how to bring it up. Like, come on, coach, that's weird. But I I didn't have the courage. I was like, man. Mm. You know. So y'all, you know, we don't we like we like to keep them short because I know sometimes people see 20, 30, 40 minutes and they get a little nervous. So we like to keep (laughs) them short. But you know, guys, take care of yourself because the truth is I was in a conference this weekend, three days long, and something hit me that the that the that the uh the teacher said, she said, we know what day we were born. But we don't know that other date. Mm. She didn't even put a label on it. She said that other date. Anybody that's that's sober with a conscious mind right now know what she's talking about. We don't know. It could be tonight for all you know. Yes. And you deserve to live the best life that you can live. Okay. The the news and the world is always going to feed you negativity. She did this. She did this little. Uh, what, what would you call it? This little exercise. Where it was, it was articles from Time Magazine, front front line, and you would think, Coach, that this was modern day stuff. They were like from the eighties and nineties, and she and she see, she said, you see how everything is CNN, constant negative news. Mm. She said these aren't even from today's world. These are from the eighties and nineties, and you would think it was about today, all oh, the economy, all oh, this, all oh, that, all oh, this. And it's just like, guys. I know it's hard, especially when you log into social media to try to maybe, you know, order something or to look at your friend's page. And then you're bombarded. Everyone's fighting for your attention. These marketers are spending thousands of dollars in training that I mean, not thousands, millions of dollars in training to understand how our brains work so they can take our attention. Millions in dollars in advertising budget so that they can stay in front of us with their skills.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: deserve to be happy, you know, and I know it's tough. But for me, guys and gals you gotta roll with the punches you really do your mama might have tried to throw you in a dumpster you know at least she didn't abort you at least you got here once you get here i think we should take full responsibility because we were born with greatness we're just not destined for it we have to manifest it in this conference i was in and i'm gonna close with that everybody you would think people want to talk about money, 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 which they do, you know, and ain't nothing wrong with that because we have to provide for ourselves and our loved ones. But a lot of people were into relationships, relationships, relationships. And the truth is, I was too. But you know what the relationship that I was concerned about, coach? What? My relationship with myself. Ooh. Because when this shit hit the fan, you might look up and realize all you got is yourself. Ooh. So. That's so real. With that being said, y'all, man, you know, much. You, you know, Dr. Velvet loves, she definitely loving on you. If you check out the link below, wherever you are listening, if you want, listen, right, I don't, I don't know about Dr. Velvet, but I, I know she, right now, listen, I know a girl who was doing, she was doing coaching, 55 bucks a month in December. Mm. Coming into February, it's 150. Wow. Her cost has tripled. There's a waiting list to work with her, and she's selling out conferences with a hundred women in them. I don't even know. I didn't I thought conferences yeah. were over with. Maybe she's doing it in a state like Florida or Texas where you know the mask rules aren't so severe. But a young black girl teaching black girls how to love themselves and not take no BS from no man.
1: That's right.
0: Going crazy. So I'll tell you that story to say, right now you can work, you can get a 15 to 30 minute consult, not even a consultation, it's a conversation with us for free. Mm-hmm. Check out the link below, guys. It's not going to stay like this. It's only 24 hours in a day. But mm-hmm. right now, we're contributing by offering you that. Let's have a conversation. Maybe just talk about where you are and where you want to go. What do you want to avoid and what do you want to achieve? Because we're doing it, right? We were talking about this podcast the last two years. It's live. We were talking about building websites. They're live. Yeah. manifestationmaster.com. Master reach Coach J. DrVelvetloves.com. DrVelvetloves with an S.com. <laughs> Link up with the doc.
1: We're doing it.
0: It's here. So, love on yourself. You deserve to be happy. And who knows when it's all going to end. Enjoy your life. I know Mm. I keep saying I'm going to close, but I'm really going to close with this and hand it over to you, coach. In my 20s, I kept saying, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. 2020, I booked a trip to Bali in January. Bali, 56 days. Wham! COVID 19 hit. You know how many trips I kept putting off? I missed the trip to Bali that November of 2019. October, I mean. I missed the trip to Colombia 2020, January. I kept mm. tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. You don't know what tomorrow holds. Mm. COVID-19, take a seat, bruh. Take a seat. Here's your refund. No Bali for you. And when Bali do open up, you're going to need a vaccine and a mask. Oh, man, what you mean? Mm-hmm. So, live it now. Don't wait, guys. You know what I mean? I... I got a phone call when it, when 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 catastrophe hit. It's usually like a thief in the night. You don't know it's coming. You just wake up to a stick up. Mm, that's real. So We're close this out, Doc. Bring this in for a
1: Yeah, just you know, be present, be mindful, be happy, and seek out help whenever you need it. Um, don't be afraid to do that. We, you are not going through anything none of us have already been through you know so don't be afraid get the help and we love y'all and we look forward to you tuning in the next time
0: much love y'all you know I love you too right. I don't have to know you to love you man because we are love we are humanity we can do better mm-hmm. and we are gonna do better we will do better
1: we are doing
0: better love ya.
1: peace
0: until next time <laughs>